Welcome to an LDS Guided Meditation and Mindful Reading, Companion to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints Come Follow Me Studies. I am your host, Trisha Haney. This week's episode covers August 2nd through 8th, Doctrine and Covenants, Sections 85 through 87, Stand Ye in Holy Places. Please join me for my new podcast, Meditative Reading, The Book of Mormon. This is an abbreviated version of this podcast. Each episode will consist of a brief guided relaxation, a mindful reading of one chapter of the Book of Mormon, and five minutes of reflection time. I hope to see you there. Let's begin by sitting or laying in a comfortable position in a quiet space. Close your eyes. Be mindful of your breathing. Be aware of the air as it enters and exits your body. Be conscious of the rise and fall of your chest as your breathing deepens. Recognize the air that surrounds you, the warmth or the coolness of it as it touches your skin. Observe your thoughts. This is your time to let go of the past and future worries for a time and to be in the present. If you find your thoughts wandering, gently bring them back to the present by focusing on your breathing. As we continue to relax our bodies, you may choose to use movement or remain still. Soften your face, your eyebrows, eyes, cheeks, and jaw. Relax your neck and your shoulders. Let the tension flow down and out through your arms, wrists, hands, and fingers. Relax your core, your spine, chest, abdomen, and hips. Let the tension flow down and out through your legs, ankles, feet, and toes. Scan your body for any other places that you might still be holding tension and release it. If you're sitting, straighten your spine Lift your chin and drop your shoulders. Continue to breathe deeply and soften your body. Doctrine and Covenants, Section 85 Revelation given through Joseph Smith the Prophet at Kirtland, Ohio 
November 27, 1832. This section is an extract from a letter of the Prophet to William W. Phelps, who was living in Independence, Missouri. It answers questions about those saints who had moved to Zion but who had not followed the commandment to consecrate their properties and had thus not received their inheritance according to the established order in the church. It is the duty of the Lord's clerk, whom he has appointed, to keep a history and a general church record of all things that transpire in Zion and of all those who consecrate properties and receive inheritance legally from the bishop, and also their manner of life, their faith and works, and also of the apostates who apostize after receiving their inheritance. It is contrary to the will and commandment of God that those who receive not their inheritance by consecration, agreeable to his law, which he has given, that he may tithe his people to prepare them against the day of vengeance and burning, should have their names enrolled with the people of God. Neither is their genealogy to be kept, or to be had where it may be found on any of the records or history of the church. Their names shall not be found, neither the names of their fathers, nor the names of the children written in the book of the law of God, saith the Lord of hosts. Yea, thus saith the still small voice, which whispereth through and pierceth all things, and oftentimes it maketh my bones to quake, while it maketh manifest, saying, And it shall come to pass that I, the Lord God, will send one mighty and strong, holding the scepter and power in his hand, clothed with the light for a covering, whose mouth shall utter word, eternal words, while his bowels shall be the fountain of truth, to set in order the house of God, and to arrange by lot the inheritance of the saints, whose names are found, and the names of their fathers, and of their children, enrolled in the book of the law of God. While that man, who was called of God and appointed, that put it forth his hand to steady the ark of God, shall fall by the shaft of death, like as a tree that is smitten by the vivid shaft of lightning. And all they who are not found written in the book of remembrance shall find none inheritance in that day, but they shall be cut asunder, and their portion shall be appointed them among the unbelievers, where are wailing and gnashing of teeth. These things I say not to myself. Therefore, as the Lord speaketh, he will also fulfill. And they who are of the high priesthood whose names are not found written in the book of law, or that are found to have apostized, or to have been cut off from the church, as well as the lesser priesthood, or the members, in that day shall not find an inheritance among the saints of the Most High. Therefore it shall be done unto them as unto the children of the priests, as will be found recorded in the second chapter and sixty-first and second verses of Ezra. Doctrine and Covenants, Section 86 Revelation given through Joseph Smith the Prophet at Kirtland, Ohio, December 6, 1832. This revelation was received while the Prophet was reviewing 
and editing the manuscript of the translation of the Bible. Verily thus saith the Lord unto you, my servants, concerning the parable of the wheat and the tares. Behold, verily I say, the field was the world, and the apostles were the sowers of the seed. And after they had fallen asleep, the great persecutor of the church, the apostate, the whore even Babylon, that maketh all nations to drink of her cup, in whose heart the enemy, even Satan, sitteth to reign. Behold, he soweth the tares, wherefore the tares choke the wheat and drive the church into the wilderness. But behold, in the last days, even now why the Lord is beginning to bring forth the word, and the blade is springing up, and is yet tender. Behold, verily I say unto you, the angels are crying unto the Lord day and night, who are ready and waiting to be sent forth to reap down the fields. But the Lord saith unto them, Pluck not up the tares while the blade is yet tender, for verily your faith is weak, lest you destroy the wheat also. Therefore, let the wheat and the tares grow together until the harvest is fully ripe. Then ye shall first gather out the wheat from among the tares. And after the gathering of the wheat, behold and lo, the tares are bound in bundles, and the field remaineth to be burned. Therefore thus saith the Lord unto you, with whom the priesthood hath continued through the lineage of your fathers. For ye are lawful heirs according to the flesh, and have been hid from the world with Christ in God. Therefore your life and the priesthood have remained, and must needs remain through you and your lineage, until the restoration of all things spoken by the mouth of all the holy prophets since the world began. Therefore, blessed are ye if ye continue in my goodness, a light unto the Gentiles, and through his priesthood a Savior unto my people Israel. The Lord hath said it. Amen. Doctrine and Covenants, Section 87 Revelation and Prophecy on War Given through Joseph Smith the Prophet at or near Kirtland, Ohio, December 25, 1832 At this time, disputes in the United States over slavery and South Carolina's nullification of federal tariffs were prevalent. Joseph Smith's history states that Appearances of trouble among the nations were becoming more visible to the prophet than they had previously been since the church began her journey out of the wilderness. Verily, thus saith the Lord concerning the wars that will shortly come to pass, beginning at the rebellion of South Carolina, which will eventually terminate in the death and misery of many souls. And the time will come that war will be poured out upon all nations beginning at this place. For behold, the southern states shall be divided against the northern states, and the southern states will call on other nations, even the nation of Great Britain, as it is called, and they shall also call upon other nations, in order to defend themselves against other nations, 
and then war shall be poured out upon all nations. And it shall come to pass after many days, slaves shall rise up against their masters, who shall be marshaled and disciplined for war. And it shall come to pass also that the remnants who are left of the land will marshal themselves, and shall become exceedingly angry, and shall vex the Gentiles with a sore vexation. And thus with the sword and by bloodshed the inhabitants of the earth shall mourn, and with famine and plague and earthquake and the thunder of heaven and the fierce and vivid lightning also shall the inhabitants of the earth be made to feel the wrath and indignation and chastening hand of an almighty God until the consumption decree hath made a full end of all nations. That the cry of the saints and the blood of the saints shall cease to come up into the ears of the Lord of Sabaoth from the earth to be avenged of their enemies. Wherefore, stand ye in holy places, and be not moved until the day of the Lord come. For behold, it cometh quickly, saith the Lord. Amen. It is now time for the self-guided part of today's mindful practice. Please take this time to pray and ponder about those spiritual things in your mind and heart. Use your breathing to remain in the present. Listen to and ponder those things that the Spirit quietly places into your prepared mind. The Spirit can show you great things when you take the time to listen.
thank you for taking the time to join me today. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please email me at ldsguidedmeditation at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Stay positive, stay grateful, and take the time to be still and ponder as you walk side by side your loving Heavenly Father through this complex and beautiful life.